I love microdosing. I love microdosing. Yesterday, I needed to go practice my drums and I popped a little microdose gummy and I'll tell you what happened. I drummed for about a good two hours. That's fabulous. Yeah. I was looking at our new roof, hoping that it wasn't going to leak and I got some anxiety about it. So I thought, you know what? I'm going to take a gummy just to calm down so I can go to sleep and not worry about this. And I did and I had a great night's sleep and I woke up and there was no leak. I've noticed a change in you for the, a positive change. I like to hear that. Yeah. I feel like your mood is like very centered. I'm sleeping much better. Microdose gummies deliver perfect entry-level doses of THC that help you feel just that right amount of good. And you can get 30% off your first order plus free shipping today at microdose.com promo code pants. It's available nationwide. That's microdose.com promo code pants for 30% off and free shipping. Microdose.com promo code pants. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. goodness. I missed you, Leisha. Oh, because it's just us today. Yeah. It's so refreshing. Okay, so you missed me. It's not like we weren't together doing podcasts with guests, but it's just when it's you and I, it just feels different, right? Well, of course. The dynamic is different. And although everyone we've had on, it's people that we know personally to a certain extent, you still want to find some sort of intelligent angle in a conversation. I haven't hit that yet. And with you, I don't have that pressure. I feel like I could talk about nothing. I know. The pressure's off. The pressure's off. I can be my dingy, I don't know what I'm talking about, person. And I I think I try to, not that I'm trying to sound intellectual by any means, or someone I'm not, or you know what I mean? I'm not putting on an air. I'm just trying to ask good questions. Yeah, you're not trying to waste that person's time. There you go. <laughs> yeah. I get it. I feel the same way. And you also want to get interesting answers, which in order to get those, you have to have interesting questions. It's not easy. Right. So it's nice just to like kick back and just have a little chit chat with you. And after last week, not last week, it was the week before, which felt like a decade long. It's nice to be on the other side. Nice isn't even, I mean... It feels like a new world. Mm. New as in better. Mm. You know, everyone was anticipating that Tuesday. And then when that Tuesday didn't give any result for anybody, I feel like that entire week was put on pause for everyone, at least everyone I knew. We lived in limbo. We lived in limbo. We were in a chat with a group of our friends. Like everyone just kind of paused their life, was working when when they could take their eyes away from the news. Barely. I don't know anyone who was working. Exactly. And everyone just had, you know, the news stations on. So to have that release was so, oh my goodness. Like, what a nice way to have a Saturday. And literally, I'm not lying, a double rainbow. I went over to see my house and a double rainbow was over it. Yep. I sent you a picture. It was that kind of magical day. It was. And you heard everyone clanging pots and pans and screaming and honking. I live in a very quiet neighborhood, and even I could hear in the neighborhood people were screaming. And it was infectious, because then you scream, and then they scream back. And you all scream for ice cream. Yeah, like you stick your hand up in the air, and people know that as a signal of like, yes, it's done. I hope this racist... Listen, we can all thank not only Stacey Abrams, who is 
an American hero. Yep. But we can thank Philadelphia. Oh, Phil- Philadelphia. Did you say that funny? We can thank Philadelphia. I did. Sorry. <laughs> we can thank Philadelphia, mm-hmm. my beautiful hometown. It's so true. Do you know who also had a little bit to do with it? Omaha, Nebraska. Nebraska. Yeah. The second district, right? We gave one one vote. Electoral college vote. And it was an important vote because that vote indicated how the rest of the Midwest, where it was going to lead. So that it's small, oh, but yeah. incredibly significant. Of course, it's like the people on Price is Right. When they bet the dollar mm-hmm. instead of the hundreds of dollars, it's like a trick. Mm-hmm. It's a Price is Right trick. That's how I look at Omaha, Nebraska. Well, I saw that pop up blue in real time. I instantly thought mm-hmm. of your dad and your sister and your family. Yeah. And yeah. I was like, right on, Haley's. Good work. <sighs> it really was a collective effort. We all did it. We did. And we all have to just hold tight. We just have to battle through like the next two months and just... The thing is, we're living in reality. Hang on to our hats. We know what happened. They're in some sort of mm-hmm. la-la land about what they think they can do or get away with. And it's not going to happen. Yeah. Be a man. Admit defeat. It's over. Oh, you're asking that racist, xenophobic, orange pumpkin to be a man. He can't. No. I'm just saying you know a person's character when they don't get what they want. Yeah, and we've known it for four years. It really says a lot. Don't be surprised. I mean, you're not surprised. I know you're not. Oh, I'm not. Trust me. I'm not saying this with any sort of astonishment whatsoever. It's just like you just have to eye roll it and be like, wrap it the fuck up. Seriously. I love that he keeps pretending he can still waiting for results. It makes me laugh. (laughs) oh anyway see you later bye don hit the road jack okay we've gotten some pretty great questions in the last couple of weeks should we answer some okay when was the last time we got when was the last time we actually answered a question i don't know me neither i don't know either it's been that long okay so where to start are there good ones okay like do you hear that because i printed I print them out I'm proud of you. I don't know how to work our printer, otherwise I'd do it. That's okay. I got you. Trisha Friedman. Trisha. With winter on the way, what three pieces of popular culture would you recommend listeners dig into for a dose of comfort in these colder, darker days? All right, you go first. I can tell you what I've been into lately. Here are my my three subjects. Cults. Mm -hmm. I can't get enough. Same. Mm -hmm. Murder. Mm -hmm. I can't stop watching murder shows. And then home design. What home design show? Oh, I love watching those Architectural Digest. Oh, they're great. Home tours. You can crack out on them. I love watching how other people live. I don't know. It's like a, it's like you get to be a fly on the wall. I No, I get it. I'm now into how people live. Right. Touring the finished product. I like seeing, oh, look at their faucets. Right. I mean, you know, I haven't lived in my house in a year and a half. Been under construction forever and then... yeah. Of course, the pandemic hit and that didn't help. So <laughs> and now I'm in the process of like picking stuff out and it's really fun, but it's also mm-hmm. really overwhelming because you're like, I like it today, but is that going to look dated in five years? I don't know. It's, right. it's a lot of pressure. I find that with renovating fixtures are the things that can really overwhelm you and trip you up. Renovating a bathroom, for instance, is, an, is a headache. This is what I'm going through. Right. What color? What's the tile? Are you going to use marble? I mean, yeah. the questions are endless. And you're absolutely right. The bathrooms and the kitchens, I find, are the two things that can easily become dated if you fall into too many trends of the moment. Oh, you can't do a trendy thing. That you'll regret. I know. No, you can't. But it's very enticing to do it because in that moment, you're like, oh, that looks great. Whatever that thing is. In every magazine, you see that thing, whatever like the thing is. Like, Mm -hmm. I think like Terrazzo Tiles having a a big moment right now. Yeah, it is. I'm not going to do that. You know, I'm not going to do that. But also, terrazzo is pretty classic. I don't know if that would go out of style. Well, it depends. There are some very speckly terrazzos. No, you, the, the idea is not to do terrazzo. 
I mean, speckly terrazzo. I know, but it sometimes can look really 80s. Right, it can. Yes, you're right. Here's the thing that I'm I'm trying to go with is picking the simplest, timeless stuff. My mm-hmm. stuff, like my furniture, the stuff I put on shelves and all that is, that's me. But the, the base, like the house, is simple. That's what I'm going for, but I don't know. Maybe that's dated. No, I mean, I'm going to be renovating part of my home in the new year. And I have to like think about what's actually going to sustain the test of time. And I have to say, mm-hmm. Carrera marble. It is. It's a classic. You can't lose with Carrera marble. <laughs> it almost sounded like you were going into an ad really quickly, but you weren't. Listen, you were just- I'll happily do an ad for Carrera marble if I'm going to get a big fat discount. Well, hurry up so I can put it in the house. You have to take care of it. It's a porous stone. You can't just treat it like... Isn't it like you put a, a hot mug down on it and there's a ring and... There can be. There's like... You can get like soap stains on it and water stains. So you have to take care of it. But my God, is it gorgeous and clean. I always like a clean line and, and home design. It's a blast, I have to say. It's overwhelming. To have the chance to do it. You know, I've dreamt about this for what, eight years? You're like, shut up about it. I finally did it. Mm-hmm. Also, you know, I'm very... I'm like frugal Franny. I'll like splurge in a couple of areas, but then I'm like, all right, I don't need to. Like, you want to know a hilarious thing? I went looking for toilets. I went to like a toilet showroom. Oh, I told you, don't do it. No, I went to a a very swanky toilet showroom yesterday. You walk by these things now and they like open up Mm -hmm. and they like light up. Like, it's like you're going to the limelight. And I'm like, I don't. (laughs) They make you dinner. (laughs) I don't need any of that. But check this out. Over in the corner. There was a $17,000 toilet. No. Yes. And what was so special about this toilet? Who knows? I was like, when you walk up, does the toilet know if you're a man or woman? I mean, is it that smart? Does it know what I'm going to do? Does it give you therapy? What the fuck constitutes a $17,000 toilet? I don't know, Kate. This is my point. This is something that some people in LA with lots of money would do. I can't even imagine if I had all the money in the world. Why you would spend 17 G's on a toilet. a $17,000 toilet. It's insane to me. I get it. I think it's stupid. I told you. I was like, don't don't buy a $5,000 toilet. People add all these like bells and whistles to it and jack up the well, price. Well, I didn't. And I'm not going to. You want to go right. see what people are doing. Because you see them and you're like, is this a thing? No. Do I need to have this? Save all year to buy a toilet? I don't think you need to keep up with the Joneses. I don't either. In the toilet department. Just buy a nice classic toilet. Yeah. No, I know. But anyway, it's wow. There's a world. There's a world with everything. Jesus Christ. Are we done with the renovation aspect? Can I go to the cults? Because I have lots to say on that topic. Oh, let's. I'll talk about cults all day long. Okay, great. You watched The Vow, right? We've both watched The Vow. Who didn't watch The Fucking well, Vow? Well, I, I met someone yesterday who didn't. But yeah, I recommend it to everyone. But also, go ahead. You're going to say what I'm going to say. This is what I'm going to disagree with I you. I know. Do you know what I'm going to say? Yeah, it's like a Disney version of the actual experience of what people went through in Nexium. The Vow is what you're talking about. The Vow is Disney. Yes, The Vow is too damn long and it doesn't get into the grit of it. And then you get on, mm-hmm. uh, what is it, Stars on Seduced? Seduced really tells you. That's a four-part documentary series. Documentary? Documentary. Oh, you said documentary. <laughs> I thought it was a new thing. What's wrong with my pronunciation today? It's today, okay, right? you're tired. Maybe. Anyway, The Seduced was a thousand times more satisfying. I know. Informative. And it was only four episodes. Well, you said it best. The vow was made by the people who left the cult. Right. And it's their spin on yeah. the experience. What Seduced does on Stars is it's the people who were in the cult, the, the, the lower end yes. people, the people that just joined and wasted their entire life savings on this cult Mm -hmm. their lives were ruined their relationships were ruined they were 
chased. They were stalked. They were they had lawsuits against them. They were raped. Well, I was getting to that. And they were branded. But you hear it from their first person perspective. It's appalling and it's shocking to hear. But it like you understand what was so dangerous also, about it. We have to say this because it's so freaky. What? That when we were shooting the show in Vancouver. Oh, yeah. This is exactly when the mm-hmm. Canadian. The, Sarah, I think her name was. Annex of the opening up there. And you were approached by someone yes. to go to a class. I just want to say. I can't believe it. Yeah. I just want to say anyone who knows me knows that I am impervious right. to cults. I'm sorry. I If someone sat there and tried to sell me that line of shit, I either would have laughed or I would have walked out after three minutes. Right. But yes, I was approached. And I think my reaction was similar then was similar to now where I was like, no fucking way. I'm not well, doing that. Well, on the flip side, I'm the polar opposite of you. And I would have been that person who is just going to a class to learn self, oh, self-help and how to... Isn't it good that I didn't go? Yes, this is my point. I think if you had gone... I'd be like, Leash, it's not or, for or me. Or you were like, hey, Leash, come with me. Yeah. No, or you would have just been like, come with me. And I'm like, all right, cool. I would have dragged you and I would have, and then after 20 minutes, I'd say, I'm out. I got to go. This is, this is too much. Right. And, then, and, and I would have been like, but no, wait, let's. It, but wait, I want to see it. Hold on a second. I just want to hear what hold she on, has to say. We could be better people. We can improve ourselves. We can, oh God. And yeah, there no, I would you're... be with a brand, probably. Oh, Leisha. No, I know. Let's not go that far. But I'm just let's, saying. Let's not go I there. I have that gullible side that, thank God, I have friends like you. That are cranky enough to smell it a you mile away. You would be away. like the Catherine Oxenberg. You'd be like, I have to get my friend out of this thing. Oh, 100%. From hell or high water. Oh, 100%. No, I would have been like the guy from Frank Reports who like reports <laughs> on everything and who's really grumpy. <laughs> I know. He's so grumpy. Don't you think that it's crazy it was up there and it was a possibility? But I mean, I don't, aren't you finding that the people that joined, they got manipulated. They didn't go in to have any of that happen to them. But that's what it always is. It's, it's, it is manipulation. That's why I find it fascinating. Yeah. It's finding vulnerabilities in someone and manipulating that. You know, we're always searching for like the truth. We're always searching to be better. We always want to find that meaning, right? However intangible it is. I know. If you're in that place where you're that susceptible to that sort of thing, you're the target and then just the mind control family members are like they're not themselves anymore it's that level that i get so fascinated by it's wild the master slave thing i'm like come on if you think i have to text someone first thing in the morning and say good morning master or good night master can i eat a great i was gonna talk to you about that see if you wanted to start doing that with me I hate texting anyone to begin with. Could you imagine having to do it with someone who's like master? How about doing it with someone like you? Like if you're... (laughs) I'm just imagining. I would be so kicked out of DOS. Yeah. You wouldn't have gone that far. Being told what to do. Oh, fuck you. Absolutely When I lived in New York in my early 20s, there was a group of people that would ride the subways. And, you know, I was really into like the 70s then and like hippie stuff. They all look like hippies like literally just like manson kids running around they'd be like hi oh my god hi like so you're just sitting on the subway like they would just strike up these mm-hmm. weird conversations they were called the rainbow people and they were all over the city and it was a cult but they had this like way of approaching you really yeah they'd compliment something to strike up a, a conversation or it was crazy don't know how i dodged that cult it was made for me i never heard of the rainbow people maybe it was very little or something i mean i should look it up have they disbanded Did since they make then? it? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. 
haven't looked into it. It just reminded me of them. <gasps> okay, what's the other part of the well, question? Yeah, and then the other thing was murder. Like, I can't get enough of, like, unsolved mysteries. Oh, all day long. Here, I love unsolved mysteries, but my frustration is that I get so invested in these stories, and at the end, you don't have an answer because they're unsolved, and it's so fucking irritating because you're like, I want to know, and there's no answer. Yeah, and you keep watching. And you keep watching. I mean, you could take one of the cases on and really just become a citizen detective. I'm good. I don't need to do that. Mm. The guy who went missing and he was found, like, there was a gigantic hole in the ceiling oh, of the yeah. hotel. Uh-huh. That one I got very invested in. I've since moved on, but, like, I want answers. And, I mean, I'm sure I'm not the only audience member thinking that, but that's what frustrates me about but the show. But don't you come to your own conclusion or don't you kind of think you've solved it by the end? Sometimes I do. Whether I do or I don't, it's not satisfying because it's not official. So I'm setting myself for, what, like eight hours of frustration because that's how many episodes are in a season? Yeah. Like, I just know I'm going to be irritated for eight so you episodes. So need, you need, like, solved mysteries like or solved crimes. I, I, I need a little something. But I do love a murder story. It's so horribly dark, but who doesn't enjoy it? There hasn't been like a good, aside from Unsolved Mysteries, I don't think. Has there been any well, other? Well, All Be Gone in the Dark was incredible. It was good. I felt like it dragged a little bit, but it was good. That was my oh, personal opinion. Okay. It felt like, okay. like, let's get to it. So what are you into? What are you watching? Queen's Gambit. I know. I need to watch that. I'm telling everybody I know, you have to watch the Queen's Gambit. I'm so it's excited to watch it. I haven't had the time. Outstanding like insanely beautiful like you look at the production design the costumes the performances it's like and it's about chess I actually want to play chess I play chess my dad raised me playing chess I know how to play you're gonna want to pick that up again after you watch it it's just such a great it's based off a book and it's such a great story and it's so I'm saying when you learn how to play please I'll play you any day I played a little bit when I was a kid and I remember what everything does I love chess I, you'd probably destroy me in like two minutes. I'm not like a master. I just like to play. The actor who's the playing the lead character is like, oh my God, I could watch her eat toast. She's incredible. Absolutely incredible. So that's the one I can't recommend enough. Oh God. It's, it's so satisfying. Yeah, I'm super excited about that. Rocket money. I used rocket money again last week. How many? Are you Okay. I don't know. You have a I get lot these, of subscriptions you forget I know. about. You know what it is? Because I get these apps and you have to pay for everything you get these days. And I think, all right, well, I'll use this for a few days but and I'll cancel it. But I forget. And, and you, you have forget to have every your... week that you forgot last week. Yes. Thank God you have Rocket Money. Before I started using Rocket Money myself, I thought I had about like, I don't know, six subscriptions. No, Kate, I had like 15. 15? Yes. I was like, clear it, clear it, clear it, get rid of it. And Rocket Money is like, we have your back. Because Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills so you can start to grow your savings. Plus, Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has saved a total of $500 million in canceled subscriptions, saving members up to $740 a year when using all of the app's features. So stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash pants. That's rocketmoney.com slash pants. Say it, Kate. That's rocketmoney.com slash pants. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, this is Majorelle Manuel. That's a pretty name. Do you think it's okay to fall in love with a friend or someone who is in a relationship? Well, those are very different. Those are two different scenarios. They're also both like risky. Fin- like Finley and Sophie. It's also a risk, right? Like if it's your friend that you fell in love with and you could potentially make a great friendship quite awkward. Right. No? Well, imagine if you and I got together. We could never be friends after. <laughs> I know. I mean, I cue the laugh. But I mean, I... <laughs> but I'm saying, one, do you think you'd be gaining a friendship in it because you, our, our relationship would grow deeper? I don't... I, I, or do you think I, you'd be losing a friend? I mean, am I using you as my example? I do, why not? It's just... Okay. You're, the, you're, you're here. You're here. So why not? It's hilarious. I would be concerned because... Uh, our, I think our friendship is so unique and special and it would never be the same. And let's say we broke up. Right. If it didn't work, we would have lost a friend. And we could sit there all day long and say, no, 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 we're going to stay friends. But you don't know how and if it's going to, maybe it won't end, but if it does, you don't know how or when. Well, also we're different people in relationships than we are in yes. friendships. Don't you think a little bit? Yeah. I mean, not different people. No, but like our, there are different sides to us that we show. Like yeah. I know you mostly but there I'm sure there are areas I don't know you in right and maybe I don't need to know I'm not talking about sex stuff I'm talking about just how you are <laughs> and I know what you're like first thing well, in the I morning actually know how you are before you go to bed because we live together but like I don't know the ins and outs of you can say it leash it's the sex stuff <laughs> you could say it because that's no I'm it's the intimacy it's there's a lot le- I, I actually didn't mean that well there's like a level of intimacy that obviously friendships don't right have. but there's intimacy in a different That's way. It's not about sex. Like there's intimacy in relationships. Exactly. exactly. How do you talk to someone you love like that? Could you imagine if I like called you? How would you react? What if you had like baby talk and I would be like, what the fuck? <laughs> number one. Number one. I don't ever do baby talk. I know, but I'm saying something weird like that not, could appear. Anyone who does it, knock it off. you're just like, I had no idea. Secondly, if, if I called you baby, if I referred to you as, hey well, baby. I can't even, I'd, le- I'd have to pack my bags. <laughs> No, you know what I don't like? What? So baby is fine. Whatever. We all say it, I think. This runs kind of rampant in the lesbian community. What? Babe. It runs rampant in the straight community. It does. Hey, babe. Hey, babe. Yeah. Babe. I think that's just an it's annoying word. It's like a whole word. thing. Yeah. I, you've always hated babe. It just always something hated about it. Because there's always like a... I've heard you say this for years. I know. But I don't babe. think it's just in the gays. I think it's... Just all that. I'm like, what is going on? Yeah. It's not just the gays... It's not just the gays. It's everywhere. You don't, babe. Thank God. I would have had to have sat you down years ago. I do not no, babe at all. No, I know. Thank you very much. I know. Absolutely What not. else could happen that would come out of nowhere that we weren't expecting in each other? Who, you and I, if we were together? Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is assuming that you and I like actually like slept together and we're like, we did it. I think, <laughs> I don't think we'd be able to get through it. <laughs> I mean. Is that what we'd say when we were done? I think we'd both look at each other and want to run away, run to the hills. I would die like eight times over. You would die. I'd die a lot. I wouldn't just die one death. It would be like multiple deaths. 
you would be dying in the middle of it. And I would I too. And it's okay. Like, let's just acknowledge that. Like, oh I think God. there are certain friendships that are so unique and special. Keep them friendships, right? Yes. But, you know, the romantic side of me is like, this person is asking, you think it's okay to fall in love with a friend? Absolutely. You do realize we just made this all, all about us, right? <laughs> just, it was funny to me. I don't know. But yes, it's okay to fall in love with a friend. I mean, it's, that must happen... It must happen a million lot. times a day. The questions you have to ask yourself, I mean, the question I would ask myself. It's risky. Is, is it worth Are it? Are you willing to lose this person? It's just nothing's a guarantee. Is it worth it? But then it? you think this. How about this? Life is short. How about when you're in the right relationship, when you're in a relationship mm-hmm. that you're really happy in, that is your best friend. I mean, mm-hmm. that's your, that's your mm-hmm. partner. So it's kind of the same thing backwards. It's just in that case, you've got all the sex stuff happen first. Wait, I don't know. Whatever. Guess, now I'm not making sense. Uh, you do you get what I'm saying? I don't. Is that dumb? No, it's not. It's not dumb. I'm trying to. I'm trying to follow it. I, it's I, okay. Clearly, I'm not going to be joining the medical profession anytime soon to help people figure out their problems. And that's okay. You be you. Okay. This is from Heather Galbraith, who grew up in Philly. She wanted you mm-hmm. to know that. Oh, Heather. What are your pet peeves in people, in partners, or anyone else? Oh, see, that's that's a good one. Oh, so many. I have so many pet peeves. Oh, you do? Oh, I have so many things annoy like me. what? You know I that. I mean, I know them in real time, but I don't, I didn't know you had like a giant list. Well, I, you know, like little things always mm-hmm. get to they me. They do. Or they just irritate me. It's not like I'm going to do anything about it, but you know, will I quietly judge it? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> what do I, uh, what do I, what do I hate? Loud voices. Very loud, booming voices. <sighs> I have a similar thing. I'm just like, bring it down. Bring it down. Read the I room. I have a very similar thing. And it's not their fault. It's just like, it just my ears, like my ears are, my hearing is very sensitive. So I'm just, it kind of makes me wince a little bit. I don't like when people have bad table manners. Oh, 100%. 100%. Like chewing with your mouth open or talking Oof. with food in your mouth. No. Me I neither. hate really clang, like clangy silverware. Oh. Plate, like that kind of thing. When we used to be allowed to go see movies in movie theaters talking but i've said that before don't talk right, you, yeah we know that about you and also i don't talk in movie theaters by the way no you're very good at movie only theaters. at home yeah okay is, just needed to make that clear we got to work on that but uh and also when people in the theater whether you're seeing a play or a movie and someone decides to like crinkle out like some gummy bears or a piece of gum and you just hear that sound oh, yeah. yeah without yeah, yeah. timing it with like a you know, loud part of the movie yeah, I just, I, my, my, I can, that makes me twitch. How do you, what do you feel about small talk? I hate okay, it. can I tell you something that I do that I've been trying to work on for the last couple of years? What? I have a thing. I've actually laughed with Stephanie about this on set. She's witnessed me <laughs> doing it. If, I, if I'm just walking, like say I'll go to craft service and then I'm walking back to the trailer or whatever. And you see, you know, a crew member standing there having a smoke or whatever they're doing. I cannot walk by that person without saying something. I feel rude. Like what? <laughs> this is where it gets like, I need help. What is it? What do you I'll do? I'll just what? comment about something. And it's so dumb because nobody needs to, nobody needs it, Leisha. Nobody needs to hear about it. It's kind of like, oh, it's a beautiful day, isn't it? Something. It's going to be something that dumb or like. If I have on like a certain outfit, like, yeah, I know, crazy, right? Or just something who, it's a who cares, <laughs> noise in the world, nobody needs it, but I cannot walk by that person and not acknowledge them. 
But it is a small talky. There's an element of small talk talky in there. I wouldn't consider that small talk. I think that's just being friendly and having that Midwestern hospitality. I don't think you're creating small talk. Small talk is like going to a party and asking someone who you don't know or you've just been introduced to. So what's your favorite movie? Like fucking deadly. Knock it off. Deadly. Deadly. Like knock it off. But you're just being polite. But also maybe that person doesn't need to interact with me at all or talk about the weather. Well, it doesn't sound like what you're saying to them is inspiring them to give you some sort of monologue. Like all they have to be like, oh yeah. Or, hey, <laughs> I know, but like, what if they're just like, I just want five minutes of peace. If you walk by someone, why don't you just go, hey, or say, how sure, are you doing? That would be better. It's a non sequitur. I've been working it's on it. Good. But I have a thing where I feel rude. I feel rude just, even a hey, I kind of feel like... It's like a dude nod or something. Like, who's that? That's not me. Oh, what? You're so Nebraska. No, I just... It's so endearing. I'm working on it. I'm trying to spare people. Well, you're not a rude person by nature, so you wouldn't do that anyway. And now you just got into your head about what the hell you say to <laughs> random people as you pass them on the stages. You want to know what Stephanie heard me say once that we oh, God, died what? all year? <laughs> what? I had on an outfit. It's a very bright color lots mm-hmm. of them it was like a blue and a gray something i walked by and i was like i know primaries <laughs> what <laughs> i just said primaries primaries like the colors yeah it doesn't make it's just like i just acknowledged that i had primary colors on primaries oh my god who knows god. kate this is my point right oh Lisa. and you know they're just like oh my god <laughs> this one i hope she doesn't walk back the other way Oh God! <laughs> what are the pet peeves that drive it's, you nuts? It is a lot of sound-related stuff. Like it's always audible. Those are right? the things that can irk you because it's certain voices vo- turn me I'm off. I'm just gonna say that. Okay, listen. Okay, in a man, there is a there is a tone that a guy can have, and I'm gonna try to mimic it right now. Uh-huh. It's in this certain range. So, like, you know, a man will be like, Da-da-da. some guys. There's like a like that kind of quality. Yes, there. yes, yes. Yeah, and they'll that'll travel across a yep. restaurant. It kills me. Or if you're at a sporting event, and that guy's just kind of kind of like that. Yeah, I'm like, what is that tone? And my ears hate it. My mom would say those are the voices that could shatter glass. <laughs> <laughs> Because my mom has an issue with people's voices, and if we go out to uh, dinner, and there's and it's really poor acoustics where the sounds are just like pinging off the walls, uh-huh. my mom yeah. it like viscerally affects yeah. her, and I guess I inherited. You know, that. I've lost parts because of my voice. You have. Yeah, phone calls have come back. Things like we really like her, but it's something about her voice. You have a great voice. And what am I supposed to do? It's a oh, great well, voice. I don't think so, but no, it is. It's very. It's specific. I'm just saying, like voices. People are stuck with them is the point. But your voice, it's like, it's it's high and it's it's not irksome whatsoever. It's endearing. It's like you should That's be... really nice. It's because you let you love me. You should be doing cartoons. I should. I should. You're, see, your voice I love. I, I wish I could just have a day with a voice like yours to see what, what it feels like. I don't hear what you hear. You know voices I love? I love a rasp. Like if your voice had like, if you had nodes on your vocal cords, which of course I don't yeah. wish on you because that would be a drag. That yeah. ra- When a girl has that raspy, low raspy voice, so kick ass. Well, next time I get a cold, I'll give you a call and we'll just talk about <laughs> nothing. Okay. <laughs> I'll call you. I'll call you before I put it, before I take some cough syrup. 
But I get it. I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. I don't hear my voice the way you hear my voice. That's a very nice thing to say. I hate the sound of my own voice. It's a beautiful voice. You have a you're beautiful very nice. voice. You're very, very nice. I don't enjoy okay. it. But I think anyone could say that about their own voice. Mm-hmm. It makes my skin crawl. Like skin crawl. I'm sorry. Like I, everyone else in the world enjoys it. So I'm sorry you're tortured by your own. You're, thank, well, thank you. Thank you, everybody else in the world. And thank you, Listen, Lisha. I'm going to see you soon. On set because we are going back to work. It's official. Let's let's be honest. I'll see you before then, but I look forward to seeing you on yeah, set. Yeah, we start in like three weeks. I'm excited. Yeah. I'm really, really excited. Me Isn't too. Isn't it going to be fun to get back to work? It'll be nice to have purpose, to get out of the house. <sighs> yeah. I think, anything, I think my dog is going to be completely confused and dismayed. Shocked. Yeah. She, I don't think she's going to get it, but she'll figure it you out. Got to pay for the dog food somehow. Hey, look. Got to hustle. All right. I'll see you before. All right. Great. I love you. And you don't irritate me at all in any sense. I love you back and you don't annoy me either. (laughs) All righty. Bye. Thank you for listening to Panzer Podcast brought to you by Leisha Haley and Kate Manning. Rachel Shelley is our editor and producer over in the UK. Please listen, subscribe on Apple wherever you get your podcasts you want us to keep going hit that subscribe button you can follow us on twitter and insta at the pants pod if you like us leave a review on itunes we'll read every single one of them you can email us a question at pantspodcast at yahoo.com we'll answer a few now and then theme song is by carolina para graphics are by love fox and i'm rachel shelley Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around. A watch she can wear every day from Movement. Whether your mom is into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, Movement has something she'll love. And right now, everything at Movement is up to 50% off site-wide during their Mother's Day sale. A watch is a gift that celebrates all the time you spent with mom. And a Movement watch is even more than that. Movement uses industry-leading materials for their fresh modern watch designs, from technically complex ceramics to vintage-inspired style, all for an incredible value your wrist and wallet will both love. And with one-size-fits-all convenience and fast-free shipping and returns, it's a stress-free shopping experience. Save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with Movement. Get up to 50% off site-wide during their Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com.